Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me! Oh, hello, everyone. It is I, Molly Wood. And it is I, Tom Merritt. And it is a thing. It's a thing. The it's podcast. a thing is back. It's a thing is back. Although we oh haven't God. been gone to people who subscribe because we pre-recorded. But I know, we but we feel like we have been gone for a month. I have so many pent-up things. We had lists miles long. <laughs> I know, seriously. We have I had been, to weed my list. I know. Yeah. I was I, I was like trying not to tweet. We have been futilely trend spotting low these many days just with nowhere to put it. Just shouting into the ether about felt, how things I, were I felt definitely like I was caching trends, you know? Like oh, I was just nice. like stockpiling like a yeah. like a hoarder. <laughs> like, well, see, and then I was irritated because I had identified a thing early on in our two vacations mm-hmm. that then has been written about since, you know? Mm. Like, I hate it when you see the thing. You're right. like, Come on, it's a thing. Oh, I know it's a thing. And then stop writing about it right now. <laughs> I thought of it first. Wait, just wait for me. I mean, it's validating, but you want to be on record have, having noticed it, right? That's the exactly. thing. It's all about credit. It's all about credit. Credit is the thing. <laughs> the Uber thing. Credit is the Uber thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, as, as you may have realized uh, in, in listening to the shows, uh, we both had vacations in Hawaii. Um, not trying to brag. It was very nice. <laughs> I feel very lucky that I was able to go. Mine was with a, a, fam- it was a family vacation. It was very pleasant. Uh, but my first thing is directly as a result of that. So, so mm-hmm. I'm now writing off that vacation as research. <laughs> He's still tan, and that's where he picked out his thing. Uh, it started as a joke when we were driving from the airport to the Airbnb that we had, mm-hmm. and I noticed, I don't know, half a dozen silver Jeeps on the road. And I I, I turned to my wife, Eileen, and I was just like, did you see all these silver Jeeps? Like, remember, like, like, is that the new thing? And, and I say, remember, because Eileen is the one who said, she's like, remember when we, we've been here before it was Mustangs. And, right. and so it must have changed from Mustangs to silver Jeeps. So the whole week I, I decided to start saying silver Jeep. Every time I saw a silver Jeep thinking like, it probably won't be that much. I probably just, you know, <laughs> I saw a lot of them at once ran. No man, every drive, multiple silver jeeps sometimes two in a row (laughs) like Mm -hmm. they were everywhere and so i started to take photos midway through my vacation of parked silver jeeps when i was walking around okay and so what is so many things are hilarious about this one is that i try to go to hawaii around the same time this time of year every year i have it like a tradition with a girlfriend because it's whale season in maui Mm -hmm. and so we really like to go and see the whales and it's a whole thing some whales it was good and we love the Jeep. Like we always rent a Jeep and it's that's a thing for us is always to get the Jeep and get the silver Jeep and do the upgrade and figure out the best way to do the upgrade. Like, is it better to book an SUV and upgrade from that or, you know, and it is a whole conversation every time. And I have had two occasions on which I, 
you know, rented a Jeep, took the top off, then got stuck in the rain, couldn't get the top back on. Mm. Like it's a whole, the Jeep is a whole hilariously gigantic part of my Hawaii uh, experience every year, year after year. So much so that I've been like, should I buy one back here? All of that. And this year I was like, and again, Tom and I were there. I was there a week before him. Mm -hmm. And this year during that trip, I was looking around thinking, I don't think we can get this Jeep again. This is like embarrassing. Every car is a Jeep. <laughs> and, and you're right. It's not like I hadn't seen Jeeps before. If you're on Maui, a lot of people want to take the road to Hana. That's a rough road. So a lot of people want Jeeps, you know, so that they, they can get through some of the rougher parts easier. Yeah. Uh, but it was just ridiculous how many and, and silver particularly. I saw yeah. white Jeeps. I saw black Jeeps. I saw red Jeeps. But silver seemed to be the predominant color. It is the silver one. I mean, you're. it's completely true. And I was like, okay. It's not like I didn't know that this Jeep marked us as tourist girls, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) But it is now so lousy with Jeeps that I really did think to myself, like, I think next time we should just get something else (laughs) because (laughs) there's too many of them. And it's true. The Mustang has dwindled to almost nothing in the Hawaii rental car uh, situation. And the Jeep is at we I will say at least I had a red one. But I don't uh, think that's any better. Yeah, I'd say black seemed to be, you know, in my informal survey, black seemed to be the second most popular color, like right in there with white. And red was kind of the the more unusual one. So so you at least in the Jeep spectrum, we're on the rarer end from, I guess from what so. I was looking at. But There's here's all, what's... Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say what's super interesting is that I was thinking, is this only a Hawaii thing when Tom and I were talking about it before this show? And it turns out it's not. It turns out that the Wrangler is a thing and that in fact in 2018 jeep wrangler sales set an all-time record like the jeep is totally back and so i've i've been and i even know some people who bought i know a couple who bought a jeep in oakland like the wrangler unlimited with the four doors and i was like well that's an awesome car and i thought about buying it but really like where are you gonna you know it's a big car and the gas mileage is kind of overkill for a place with no snow but it does seem to point to the fact that the wrangler the Wrangler's kind of back. I, I absolutely, I absolutely think it is, and and I was glad you found that story because it reminded me that my friend Brian Brushwood has a Jeep. Uh, we used to tease him because it's it's almost exactly the same model that was on the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. And when uh, he came into town, and we met up with a mutual friend, Katie Dirks, who's a producer for the Jeffrey Show. Uh, she had a Jeep, and these two just started geeking out about Jeeps with each mm. other. And, you know, I was left out of the conversation because I don't own a Jeep, and I don't, we rented a Chevy Cruze. We went, we, we, I haven't even driven a Jeep, really. <laughs> uh, and, and, and yet, it was anthropologically fascinating to just hear them geeking out and have such a good time about the Jeeps. But at the time, I thought, like, oh, this is like a, a subculture. There's millions of subcultures out there, and they're, they're the part right. of the Jeep subculture. But I think it's more than a subculture now. I think it is now. And I I wonder if I wish we had a Jeep person that we could call up, you know, like a phone a friend, because I wonder if they're a little annoyed that the Jeep seems to have gone a lot more mainstream. Yeah, I should. Because I have to say, yeah, I have a long emotional history with the Jeep Wrangler. Like when I I came to California for the first time, I grew up in the middle of the country for people who do not know Montana and North Dakota. And the first time I came to California, I was. 14, I think, maybe 13, I think 14 years old, 
came out here, went to Southern California, and like the I swear to God, the first thing I saw when I came off the plane was like a hella cute blonde girl in a Jeep Wrangler two door with the top off. And I was like, that's going to be my life someday. <laughs> All I want is that Jeep. It was not it had it was not the bikini top. It was not the surfboard. I was just like, I want that Jeep so bad. And pretty much then my whole life, my dad was like, you can never get that Jeep because it is a death trap, which <laughs> it is. Is um, it? Is it? That? It's not unsafe. I mean, it certainly it? was. Uh, I don't think those old Wranglers were. Oh, the old fact, ones. Okay. Uh, yeah, the old yeah, ones were gotcha. definitely. The ones without the roll bar? <laughs> the ones without the roll bar, like even the ones with the roll bar. My dad was like, nope, no, no chance. But I have just loved it always. And so then the first year that this friend and I went to Hawaii and rented the Jeep, I was like, I've never been happier. I've arrived. And now it's over. It's too much of a thing. Jeep Jeep Wrangler. Ha, ha, we've We've passed peak jeep i think we have mm-hmm. and and our producer rich straffolino points out that there was probably and has been some pent-up demand because the outgoing model was on this 12 year old platform and then also when they uh released the unlimited what i'm gonna i'm gonna sort of like duck duck go while we talk but the unlimited was the four-door jeep so it was still the wrangler body but it actually had four doors and you could use it as a uh, family car right right and I think that's that the silver Jeep I saw parked on a street mm-hmm. near my house this morning. Boom. Yep. By the way, uh, producer Rich also sent us a car and driver link from December 5th. 2019 Jeep Wrangler fares poorly in Euro NCAP crash test. Receives only a one star rating. <laughs> it is still a death trap. I can't believe it. Oh, also, no. breaking news, breaking news. This just in from Brian Brushwood. I texted him. I said, the question came up whether Jeep fans are bothered they're getting more popular. He wrote, currently wearing a Jeep branded hoodie. Normally, I hate branded merch, but my love for Jeep is greater. Wow. He's even rocking the merch. That's amazing. Yeah. Randomly rocking the merch, right? Just out of nowhere. Apparently, uh, the current Jeep Wrangler is the 2019 Motor Trend SUV of the year. Okay. Which I think we can agree must be related to its like absurd new popularity. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Jeep's a thing. Not cheap. Yeah. Not cheap, by the way. Not as cheap as I would have expected. Like they start at, you know, like the Wrangler Sahara starts at almost 40. They started about 30. And the, the gas mileage, I mean, you can tell I have looked into this. Like since these Hawaii trips, like maybe I'm just going to get a Jeep. I don't know. I spent a week in Maui and never filled the tank. Yeah, same. Driving actually. a Chevy Cruze. <laughs> Not a oh, Chevy, but, and a Chevy Cruze. Yeah. Oh, you stinker. We just <laughs> have a tank. We didn't do the whole road to Hana, though. <laughs> yeah. We we drove up. We drove a little bit. We didn't drive, drive a lot, but we drove a little bit. So, Linux Fiend says there's going to be a new Bronco in 2020 to compete with the Jeep, which mm-hmm. I also, I agree with you, Linux Fiend. I also am stoked. I always associate Broncos with the uh, scandal at the University of Illinois my freshman year about them giving Broncos to basketball recruits to get them to come to play. Really? Yeah. Not OJ? Just <laughs> and It predated OJ, so OJ, I guess, didn't overwrite it somehow. Yeah. Interesting. I That's love interesting, that. though. You're right. It should be OJ. The Rock uh, hmm. Limited. There was like a... There was a um, in that movie Rampage, I'm so many things are about to happen now that are really embarrassing to me personally. A, I watched that movie Rampage with, <laughs> with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Future who, President The Rock. B is my boyfriend forever. 
uh-huh. now and always. And in that movie, he has uh, a concept Bronco. Um, rampage, concept, Bronco. And it is like the coolest <laughs> Bronco I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, please make it. Please make it. I'm finding the link so that I can put it in here. It's a Ford Bronco concept from like 15 years ago. Like this Bronco is so cool in this car, in this movie, that I had to go look it up. Like I there was like, are, what is the deal? Two main things you can do to support our show. You can back us on Patreon or you can make them produce this Bronco and buy one for Molly. Yes, that is totally true. Yeah. And you will get all the shout outs. You can choose every topic forever. <laughs> like <laughs> You can write all the subtitles. It is so cool. It is so cool. You can tell now that I grew up in Montana because I'm down you the SUV be, you rabbit You want to be part of that Jeep soap culture. I can tell. Still. Maybe. Maybe just a little bit. They're yeah. so cool. I don't care if they're a death trap. <laughs> <sighs> that's why they're so popular all right we gotta we well, gotta move off the jeep topic what else we, we got? do we do speaking of early death my thing is intermittent <laughs> fasting <laughs> all right i don't think it's gonna surprise any of you to know um that intermittent fasting is a thing do you know anybody who's doing this like, it's i don't a, i don't know anybody is this this is where you, oh, you, you will. don't fast constantly you just fast no. every so often i'm assuming from the name Yes, exactly. It is, in fact, as evidenced by the name, intermittent. And the way that people do it's like it is the new diet trend. And it's a version. It's almost like an offshoot of the keto trend, Uh which is that you eat so little sugar or carbohydrates that you literally send your body into ketosis, Mm -hmm. which is a a syndrome, a syndrome. It's It's a, I don't know, a situation, basically, where your body starts consuming its own fat to survive. Right. I am familiar with ketosis because it is what happens when type 1 diabetics like my mom and my good friend Lindsay uh, almost die. Yeah. It's also what uh, my friend who is a nutritionist has said is uh, you don't want to get a disease to get healthier. That's that's not a good way to go. Right. Like it's not a good – yeah, I'm not feeling that. But mm. anyway, intermittent fasting uh, can lead to – ketosis and obviously people think weight loss and they think there's all these health benefits that go along with it and the intermittence part of it is variable like some people um eat five days and fast two days and then on those two days they can eat no more than 500 calories Mm -hmm. that day oh it's catholic fasting okay yeah right It's uh, just fish. When um, I was growing up, when I was growing up, you'd have to fast on Fridays during Lent, which meant you could have two meals as long as they didn't together e- equal a single meal. Oh, hilarious! So it kind of sounds like the same thing. Um, well, it is if you do that that five to two thing mm-hmm. where it's certain days of the week. Um, there's also what I know a lot of people who I don't know a lot, but I know a few people who are doing that. I think the more common one, which is where you only eat during one six-hour period or one three-hour period. Every day? And so you limit, yeah, every day. So you, oh you fast 16 to 18 hours a day and you eat all your meals between, <sighs> let's say, you know, four and eight or four and 10 or two and 10, which really a lot of people who skip breakfast are kind yeah, of already right. doing that. That's, I guess, the, now that you put it two and, two and, two and six or two, that, that can kind of be a late lunch and early dinner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't, I don't, that one doesn't I just seem eat constantly for four hours. that hard. Right. 
<laughs> just eat the whole time, I guess. I ate 3,000 calories, but it was only between four and six. Yeah. Or whatever. But the other, right. so people think that it works because it's a little bit like keto. It can send your body into ketosis where you consume your, you, you basically like put your cells under stress and then they mm. um, consume themselves for, for, <laughs> to live. But also, and I, I mean, I've actually heard this a lot over the years that, that people who have calorie restrictions can have lower inflammation and can fight off diseases better. Yeah, no, that 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 is a well-proven scientific fact that if you have yeah. low calorie uh, diets, low low, you know, reduce your intake, uh, it tends to extend your life and, yeah. and reduces inflammation and all those things. I could see there being a scientific, and I'm not saying there is, but I could see there being a scientific basis for intermittent fasting to a certain point that says this mimics the way the human body used to get food because we didn't have food all the time, right? Mm -hmm. You'd hunt some days and gather and you might have a little bit of food every day, but not a lot. Uh, and, and so your, your intake might have been variable and the, the human body may be adapted to that. So the idea of fasting every so often uh, and, and fasting in a 500 calorie way, not a fasting in a don't eat at all way, right. could, I could see where that might bear out and, be, and not be damaging. Sending your body into ketosis is probably not a good idea. It stresses your body. You know, when you're young, you can deal with it, and it might be a quick way to lose weight. But as I get older and my heart gets weaker, not stressing my body is very important for me. <laughs> uh, I am in favor of yeah, that. Yeah, but reducing inflammation sounds like a really good thing, too. So I'd be curious which of these are are friendlier to the body. I could see, mm-hmm. like, fasting two days out of the week, for 500 calories might might not not have that many damaging side effects but i am a big i'm a big believer in making sure there aren't damaging side effects before you do a diet i am too and i so it's it's interesting because i would say i'm probably more likely to be on board with something like intermittent fasting i mean eating two or three meals in a single six or eight hour period is exactly what i do all the time anyway yeah like I'm a pretty regimented eater. Like absurdly large breakfast, not that much lunch, uh-huh. some dinner, and that's it. I'm not a snacker, you know. Like I'm not a midnight eater or whatever. But so that I still, sound by that the hard. way, I still do a cheat day based oh, on yeah. whatever diet you were doing in 2008 when we were talking at CNET, and you're like, yeah, and then you do a cheat day. I'm like, what a great idea. I'm doing a cheat day. The cheat day is the jam. You know who else does a cheat day? The Rock. Just saying. Just saying. He's my boyfriend. Right. And he like gets like, you know, absurd amounts of sushi. He will anyway. pick you up in his concept Jeep Wrangler and take you out for dinner on your Jeep. <sighs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sorry, I went into a little daydream. Yeah, I literally yeah. was like, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, interestingly, although I had identified this as a thing earlier, mm-hmm. Scientific American did a piece on it on February 2nd. <laughs> What I find interesting is that in all the little articles about intermittent fasting and whether it works or doesn't work or whatever, whether it has long-term impacts, most people are like, we don't know. Not really sure. Yeah. Data's not in yet. Okay. Data's not in yet. Some, some, I mean, it it does seem clear that some, that fasting can actually have some anti-aging and anti-inflammatory and inflammation is the thing that we as a society, I think, have dramatically underestimated. Yep. When it comes to our health, like so many things it's related are to actually, a lot of heart disease, for sure. Among heart other disease, things, yeah. like uh, it, potentially cancer and Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. like they think inflammation might inf- inflammation ultimately is like a sort of a form of what cancer does. Yep. Like it's, yep. you know, 
it really is a big deal. And so it's interesting to see, and there are some doctors who are like, no, fasting screws up your metabolism forever. It slows it down because you go into starvation starvation yeah. mode and so on and so forth. But I think it's kind of interesting to see doctors sort of like twist themselves up into knots trying to um, trying to say that intermittent fasting is not a good idea. <laughs> well, I, I, like, again, oh, right. I could see a situation where the, the reduced calorie could be done in a way that doesn't harm your body. Right. Because right. they're not doctors are not wrong as much as we want them to be wrong, because, man, this thing really works and I lose so much weight that starving your body is not good for your health. And mm-hmm. anything about losing weight should be about getting healthier, not not just about looking better. And and as that that's a that's a big deal for me. I, I tried a diet that I think had some negative side effects on me, which is why I'm so insistent on this point. Oh, yeah. But I do think that there's something to this that maybe if you know you get people who know what they're they're talking about looking at it can figure out like oh yeah no if you do 500 calories like once every seven days i don't know what it is i could i could see there being something that isn't harmful to you that that kind of gives you that reduced inflammation side effect of a low calorie diet right and then by the way the reason you lose weight is because you eat less which is exactly the i mean we eat so much in america and that like the reason that I am sometimes down on fad diets in general is because we we have too much money and too much food if we can decide to cut out entire categories of food because we are so privileged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we eat so much that we should get rid of an entire ca- – now, don't get me wrong. Those categories have been perverted by processing. I get that. You know, like everything that we eat in terms of refined sugar – which, by the way, leads to the inflammation that is killing us in all of these different ways, is not what our food was supposed to be. But also, we just eat too much. Yeah. Well, not even just so. refined sugar. Um, uh, high fructose corn syrup, too. Right. In and everything. The, and all the crazy hormones and the antibiotics. And just high amounts of, of carbohydrates, salt, and sugar. Sugars. Oh, my God. We're, we're such old people right now. I know. <laughs> I, it's, it's hard to eat right. Yeah. Is Mediterranean it diet. Mediterranean. It is. It's hard to eat right because it's not easy to find the things that you want that really are what you want, right? Like, okay, have a salad. Have a Mediterranean salad for lunch. Great. You go buy a salad and there's a dressing on it that's got like two, 300 calories. In. It's like, wait, hold on. No, now I have to find a salad that doesn't have the dressing. It's like, okay, great. Here's a salad with uh, all of these uh, candied raisins in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it should be easy. Like, I know what I need to do. I want. I need to have a Mediterranean salad and I need to have some fish. And then you find out like, oh, well, this fish was actually farm-raised, so it doesn't have the omega-3s that are as good for you as the wild-caught fish but then the wild-caught fish are being depleted so you're killing the planet if you buy the wild-caught fish like it's just ridiculous i think you may have conflated conflated several things that are hard about this modern life but you're not wrong about any of them well now yeah now i'm starting to channel the good place uh no spoilers Mm, yeah stop i haven't started season three yet because i'm still working on the wire you guys good luck the wire update. The wire into the good place, man. That's an interesting well, transition. Actually. I had never. I know. Yeah, that was hardcore. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm on like episode ten or so of season two, which the internet assures me is the worst season of them all. There's um, no bad seasons, but I guess I maybe, didn't. Yeah. I don't think it's bad, but it's I'm. Slower. I'm tiring of Ziggy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get you. Say about that. I feel you. All right. What's your next thing? What's your next thing? Uh my next thing is Jomo. 
Okay. Which is not uh, John or Joanne and Molly. (laughs) It is the joy of missing out. I heard this Uh. on the Economist podcast recently uh, in the context of there are people who like to sit in meetings, which that was also news to me, but apparently there are, because they don't want to miss out. Fear of missing out. FOMO, right? Like they want to be in all the meetings because it's like, I don't want to miss anything. I want to keep up to date. But then there are people who have JOMO, which is like, I don't want to know. It just stresses me out. It's a bunch of stuff I don't need to know. I get joy out of missing out. And it's, mm-hmm. I looked it up. There's a Psychology Today article from last summer titled JOMO, The Joy of Missing Out is the Emotionally Intelligent Antidote to FOMO. Oh, I love this. It's so interesting, too, because FOMO is not just a, you know, thing that we feel it it is a marketing strategy like FOMO is the heart of everything that is manipulating us in modern life (laughs) in so many ways whether it's commercials like you got to be as good looking as this person or you'll be missing out or you have to constantly refresh your feed or you might miss something you have to be on Twitter on Instagram on Facebook all day long and so the idea that we could just be like nope I'm not doing it and feel joy actually that's hilarious because on Instagram (laughs) I've started following this account called Betches, uh-huh. B-E-T-C-H-E-S, gotcha. and they're hilarious. And my favorite thing about the Betches feed is how basically they never want to have to go anywhere. Like, me on Monday, yeah, let's totally have dinner on Friday. Me on Friday, mm, I'm wearing my jammies right now. <laughs> I just don't want to. <laughs> let's just text. And I'm always like, I love this. Thank you for thank you for validating the fact that even though I work at home in my pajamas all day, I still am like, but I'm kind of in my jammies right now and I want to go. Yeah, just because you worked in your jammies all day doesn't mean you didn't work in your jammies. Yeah. Right? You're still tired. Jomo makes me so happy. I love that. Yeah, the joy of missing out. And, and I thought the economist take on it was really interesting because it was like, th- these are just two types of people you need for a business. You need the FOMO people who are paying attention and not letting things slip through the cracks. Uh, mm-hmm. And you need the Jomo people who don't get like over-focused and can get, a, a, get some perspective on things. That is really funny and amazing. I love it. I want to start being a Jomo person. I think I kind of am a Jomo person at work, at least, because I keep a sign on my wall that says, not my circus, not my monkeys. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. in meetings, I just look at it to remind myself, like, i not taking that on. I definitely am between there. So I'm probably more on the Jomo side because, man, meetings that go long and waste my time, I'm not okay with. But I Mm-mm. do like productive meetings where it's like, okay, give me some information. Keep me up to date. So I've got a little bit of the, like, I do want to know what's going on, but I don't need to know everything. I guess I'm on the Jomo side. It turns out that uh, Not My Circus, Not My Monkeys, there's also an article in Psychology Today about it. Oh, really? <laughs> because it is a Polish proverb that people use to reduce, like, depression and probably their fear of missing out because well, you that. don't need to take charge of the whole show. That poster is therapy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's definitely therapy. That's why I bought it. There's also Um, retail therapy. Other things that, yes, exactly. Look at that. It's such a joy. It's such a joy to (laughs) podcast with you. Thank you. Because, indeed, other things that I have purchased for therapeutic reasons are uh, fancy sneakers. I have become the world's oldest sneakerhead. Yes, this is now becoming a recurring segment. It's a recurring segment, but 
So I think I told you guys about how I accidentally bought feminist Jordans right. recently, right? You did. Uh, that was yep. right around CES time. Yep, around CES time, exactly. And they were designed in conjunction with Alayli May, who's mm-hmm. like a cool... And I said Ali Ali, but it's not. It's Alayli. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, but... And as it turns out, I have discovered since then that Jordans for women are becoming an actual thing. Like, they're being more and more of them are being released since then because the ones I bought ah. were the first retro Jordans to be released in a women's size. And now... There's more and more like the uh, – and interestingly, a lot of them are the Jordans, Jordan 1s, like the Air Force 1 or the actual like Jordan 1 high tops are coming out like for women and in some cases only for women, which I think is super interesting. So this anyway, is continuing coverage of a thing. Continuing coverage <laughs> of a thing that is becoming even more of we, a thing. We're, you, you, you who have been with us since the beginning of January – can now feel special that you have followed the thing from its source point as yep. it as it expands all the way to a thing update yeah jordan's for women jordan's for women is a, is a thing it's, it's a thing it's even more of a thing you already called it as a thing to be honest i know yeah well i guess i kind of did because i was like these are my yeah. they were just my thing then little right. did i know they were a thing they're now yeah yeah and they are anyway i'm very excited I'm well, putting a bunch of links in the Discord because I can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't stop. I can't get enough of all these Jordans for women. <laughs> the other thing that is becoming a thing is people uh, submitting things in our things channel in the Discord. So, uh, so quick update: if you're a patron, Patreon.com/slash it's a thing, you can mm-hmm. link your Patreon to Discord, and if you download Discord, uh, it will just show up. Uh, there are links. Just search uh, "connect Patreon to Discord" on on any search engine, and, and you'll you'll get a link that tells you how to do it. If you don't know how to do it already, uh, and we have lots of folks in there giving us some pretty great things. Uh, Galactica mm-hmm. Boy uh, pointed out that uh, CBD has become a thing recently. Totally. Uh, and I, he, uh, Galactica Boy says, "I heard about CBD oils and such, but recently I've seen them absolutely everywhere." In every gas station, in gummies, in vape juice, like mm-hmm. crazy stuff. I want to try the tea. I've heard it's uh, remarkable because CBD is cannabo- cannab- cannabinoid. Cannab- cannabinoid what oil. What you said. It's very hard to say. Cannabinoid. Um, but it's basically the extract and it doesn't get you high. It doesn't but have the THC, is- right? doesn't have the THC, but it is evidently quite relaxing. Like mm-hmm. much like it's sort of in the category of caffeine. You know, it's just a mild. A friend of mine I was using a, it for as a as a painkiller uh, yeah. for some muscle pain. Totally, it's a it's it's a huge thing. And and Galactica Boy also is finger on the nose of what's happening uh, in the world right now because also says, can we talk about charcoal in beauty project products? Yes, <laughs> we can. And charcoal is everywhere as a beauty trend. It's supposed to like suck all the toxins out and then also you can use it in your closet i guess according to west bay stars mm. in the discord and like it's supposed to reduce humidity mm. yeah. and there's charcoal face scrub it's come and gone but yes you're yeah. right you're oh. correct i'll go look in the closet of korean beauty products that eileen has and see how many charcoal i'll give you a yes. charcoal index next episode. please do please do <laughs> uh t porter yep. two pointed out sheet pan dinners food all cooked in one sheet pan well, well, single pot. That's last year, folks. Sheet Dude, pan. I got a sheet pan cook- cookbook for Christmas. Did you really? 
Yes, it is. A, it is such a thing. Like you completely nailed that. It is everywhere right now. That is hilarious. Uh, T. Porter two also points out usage of the word Galentine to refer to your female friends. This is the first year I have gotten. I've gotten Galentine cards from your from your friends from my girlfriends. Yeah. So it's sort of like let's celebrate Valentine's Day without the Valentine's Day part. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like we'll just we'll just appreciate our girlfriends. It, 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 it goes Valentine. back to to when you were a kid in elementary school. We'd always give Valentines to our friends, boys mm-hmm. and girls. Didn't matter. You just you you get those little cheap Valentines from the drugstore, and then you you pick ones out, and you're like to Jeff, to Virginia, to whoever, right? Exactly. Yeah. Now just it's people just girlfriend. There's and it's a br- it's a whole. Th- I mean, it is. It's been a thing for a couple of years. Like the, there's a Galentine's brunch trend, and you know. But I would say I'm definitely seeing it pick up, and I'm definitely feeling now. It's so clever because what they what they're trying to get me to do is like now I have to buy shit on Valentine's oh, Day, even though yeah, I do not bother right. with. You know, right. I'm not dating. I shouldn't have to buy anything except that hey, now if you're not I have to buy dating, for- you could still take your friend out to an overpriced dinner. All of them. All your friends. <laughs> Yeah. so annoying yeah uh so it's funny uh, a friend of mine uh wanted to to come hang out uh and and we were looking at dates and and i said oh thursdays are good and he's like well that's valentine's day i'm like oh yeah my my wife opposes valentine's day because of the cost because of yeah. the, the the price hike so yeah yep you guys there are there are as uh as tom pointed out i was like who just wrote so many good things in here it was tom there are so many good things in the Things channel on the Discord. So uh, if if you're a patron, join us in the Discord channel. And um, if you're not, become one so you can join us in the Discord channel because yeah. it's totally worth it. By the way, what's not a thing anymore are message hearts. I saw no? a sad little pile of them for sale at the grocery store and I was like, who buys these anymore? Oh, well, because they went out of business. Yeah. Don't you know about this? But somebody's making them still. Yeah, or maybe I, I, like think, I thought knock-offs. it was like Duncan. I thought it was dunkin donuts who's making knockoffs oh really (laughs) i don't know something like that um and then also we are getting good things submitted to us on twitter chris.todd tweeted and said i think drinking tequila is a new thing just like whiskey was several years back it is it has been and it is all because of the paleo people tequila is like one of the few alcohols that is paleo friendly oh yeah because why because ancient... It doesn't have any sugar. Oh, because it doesn't have any sugar. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, because ancient people used to make tequila? <laughs> <laughs> no. but And it's not made out of a grain. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Because you don't have so to... It's... You can just go hunt and gather the things you need for a tequila. The like agave cactus agave or whatever? Cactus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You don't but have yeah, to, it's there's no husbandry involved. Like vodka is sugar free, well, but is animals. a grain alcohol, right. a grain based alcohol. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so okay. tequila has become. You don't have to grow anything. You don't have to farm anything. You just go get the cactus. All right. I don't think that's what the the paleo thing. They don't care about that. It's not a labor thing. No, no. There's there's something to do with the paleo thing about like it can't be things that had to be cultivated, right? Oh, really? Because it goes back to before farming. So anything that was mm. changed by cultivation, I thought is was that why limits. they don't eat legumes. I don't know. I don't really know. Yeah. I don't follow the whole it's thing. But MacGruber Guyver, you are absolutely right to note that there is an evolution of tequila being a thing, which is mezcal. 
Mm. Which is way more popular than it used to be, and I don't understand why because it is gross. By the way, a few a few different people uh, pointed out that the NFL actually had a rise in ratings uh, the past season, although the Super mm-hmm. Bowl had a drop. Uh, the season as a whole had a rise. So when we were speculating, like, is the NFL really down or is it just me? Um, mixed signals. We're still getting mixed signals because there also was. I listened to the Pro Rata podcast from Axios, mm-hmm. and they had I put it at link in our show notes. They had an entire episode. In which their sports correspondent was like, yeah, we had to go looking for storylines when I was in L.A. Because in L.A., yeah. no one gives a crap about the Rams. <laughs> and I was so like, that Tom nailed out. it. Whether yeah. it's just because I'm here or not, big signals. But here, definitely people don't. Yep. Yeah, Not that they don't care, but they definitely don't care as much as you would think. No, he was like, they don't care. He's yeah. like, I walked through, you know, the entire Burbank airport all the way out to my parking lot in a um, Patriots hat. And if I were in Philadelphia last year, I would have been murdered. <laughs> they don't care like, enough to no, care. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, he's like, no one even looked at me. I'm like, yeah, that's not right. That's yeah. not a football town right there. <laughs> Definitely not. So, all <laughs> right. Uh, shout out to Chaz and Mike. If you would like to join them, uh, there is a shout out level for supporting the show at uh, patreon.com slash it's a thing. Uh, we super appreciate their support and the support of everybody uh, who yes. supports us there. You can also email us. We, we've got the emails and we get them at feedback at it's a thing dot me. We do. I think we even have a story in our email that I uh, should dig up and read. But yes, please keep that coming. And it. And also, just so you know what the deal is with the Patreon levels, um, at the $5 level, I, I tweeted, tweeted some misinformation and said that everybody who's a patron gets <laughs> bonus content. <laughs> oh. At the $5 per episode level, you actually get bonus content, which is the pre-show and the post-show where we... Uh, right talk about all the everybody gets a custom rss feed that has no ads in it uh mm-hmm. and then at the if you go up a level then you get the bonus content yes okay thanks <laughs> although if you're in the discord live you can get oh yeah it. it's a workaround. then you totally get it wa- if you put live. in the effort you can get it any. <laughs> dave emailed us oh it's our old homie dave broadback Yay. emailed us and said, recently I was away for work and staying at a hotel, a Hilton, actually, uh, and went down to the bar and ordered an old-fashioned. The bartender seemed really happy because he was just pouring wine and making gin and tonics. And a person looked over and said, oh, what's that? And I replied in my best Don Draper voice, old-fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> he said, the bartender asked how it was. And I said, Don Draper would be proud of this drink. And then he said, nice. And said, the next one's free. That's quite a compliment. Wow. <laughs> Drop a Don Draper reference, get a free drink. And I what's super interesting that is that this bartender told him, I want to know what town this was, because my area at least is still very high on cocktails. But he said during the run of Mad Men, according to the bartender, the bartender then sold many, many Manhattans, Gibsons, Gimlets, and so on. But once the show ended, his mm. job got much less fun. Oh. I know. Cocktail culture is receding. We need a new cocktail show. To- Not here. Yeah. Not not in the Bay Area. I'll tell no, you I mean I, there's a ton of cocktail places, like fancy cocktail places here too. So yeah, yeah, it's not golf for days. Stretch. Well, thank you folks for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it. It's a thing. Me uh, is the website, and of course, Patreon.com/slash It's a thing. The email address once again: feedback at It's a thing. Me. See you next week. Bye. 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 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.